You're listening to The Swingdom, the the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Swingdom. Thank you, Soundman Dan, for that lovely introduction. Uh, We are here today on a lovely Thursday morning for some of us. Uh, this is the Swingdom. Welcome, citizens of the Swingdom. I am Ben. I haven't played golf in three weeks. Not at all. Just haven't. I've been, I've been, uh, too much house stuff. Trying to move into a house, but the house doesn't even have windows. And you know that, though, because you follow history through a house, so you know that. Um, I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. That's me. He golfs, too. Yeah, to Saturday. I'm going to play on Saturday. Ha! Where, where are you playing? Uh, the old Somerset Farms. Ooh, the good old home course advantage. Yeah, home course advantage, Gavin. You know, I once shot a sixty-seven there. Uh, I once shot a sixty-six there. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it's a par sixty-nine. I. That's right. It's a par. It's actually a par twelve, but yeah. I shot a sixty-six, so nobody can take that away from me. So yeah, so you shot a sixty-six. What did? You, how did you do on the back nine? Uh, I was. <laughs> what did I, no, is the jokes is is that better? You tell me for comedic of value, right? Yeah. Is that joke better, or is it? Oh, I shot. How'd you do playing golf? I shot a sixty-six. Yeah, but what about two through eighteen? And then, <laughs> which funnier? I don't know. I like the back nine thing though, because yeah, that's good. Because to be fair, nine? like I think that's more reasonable for golfers that are sort of new to the sport. Like we were shooting like one hundred to one, sort of twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, except for uh, uh, real quick before we even start the show, just on that same note, uh, Mr. Henry Aaron passed away this week, um, the home run king. He has a famous quote about golf. It took me it took me X amount of years to get 3000 hits. Uh, 25 years or something. <laughs> yeah, sounds like yeah, it took me 25 years to get 3000 hits. Uh, it took me one day playing golf, and I was yeah. like, "Yep, mm-hmm. uh huh, I've been there. Yep. I've yep. been there." That's all it. right. So today on the Swingdom, we're going to be going over the news. Yes, there's some news. Um, we're going to be going over the scores from last week because we have or, some scores from last week, or not. We're going to be making some picks for this week at the Farmers Insurance Open at Tory Pines. We are farmers. Boom, 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 boom. Free plug because I wanted Free to sing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's another two course event. Um, um, we're going to get into it when we talk no, about the actual courses, but it's a two course event. I'm sick of it. I really am. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk Just about it. Just cancel it. Get there. Cancel um, the event. Yeah, and then we're going to make our picks, and we've got we've got some guests today. What? Yeah, we've got. We've got uh, we've got Jr. who's going to be telling us about hearing aids. He's going to do our read for us. We've we've hired Jr. to just do all of our reads. <laughs> and then and then this this is how great this is. We've got golf numbers, right? Instagram yes. aficionado. He is RJ. Oh, I love it. Yes. RJ and Jr. Yes. What's uh? You know what we don't have though on the show? Uh, talent at picking golf 
numbers, which is why golf numbers is going to be on the show. So you yes. can show us how it's done. He shows how it's done. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have a special European correspondent this week. Which is perfect because uh, you and I did not do very well with the European tour event. What? I killed the European tour event. Nonsense. You picked the Corda sisters and you happen to be right on one of them. So. That's number one. That's the LPGA. Or in the LPGA. That's right. That's the LPGA. Scratch it. Scratch it. You picked Justin Thomas and he, he did missed, very well. He missed the cut. Yeah, but for two days he did okay. And I picked I picked Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, and Rory. And they finished like one, two, three. I don't think you picked them. Yeah, I did. I don't think you did. I've got it on my notepad right here. Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, I picked I picked I picked I picked one of them. Oh yeah. I picked Terrell Hatton, but I think we talked about Rory and and I also picked Lee Westwood. I don't know why. You did. And we picked. Well, we uh, don't make those picks. We don't make those picks. So. We're gonna have a special guest make those picks. I made. I jotted down some notes. Like this is the size of paper. I like write. These are my golf notes. Yeah, these are my golf notes. I'm ready for today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't very. Like, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't really get that. Um. So yeah. So this week, in the news, um, on the swingdom, mm-hmm. uh, Kamawi Johnson. Young player um, of African-American descent gets a tour exemption to play his first event on the PGA Tour. Boom. Then guess what happens? They take it away from him. He tests positive for COVID. Oh, no. Gets the vid? Yeah, he gets the vid. So so are they going to extend his... I think they're going to extend the invitation to like the Genesis or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, your first chance to be on the PGA tour and you can track the vid. The worst news is, and all of our well wishes get better yes. soon. Well wishes mm-hmm. go out to his mother who was hospitalized with COVID pneumonia. Oh no. So not doing very good. Not doing good. That's not good. Um, other we news, wish his family will. Yes. And we wish that he gets on the PGA tour and he wins a bunch. Yeah, like a thousand times. Yeah, like I don't care who wins on the PGA Tour as long as we get to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have no emotional connection to these guys when they win or don't win on the PGA Tour. Speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bryson DeChambeau, have you heard of him? Mm-mm-mm. Who's that? Uh, I have a quick question for you. Yes. What 2020 U.S. Open winner? Mm-hmm is known for his long hitting style, but also uses tools such as a compass and a geometry on the putting green. Um, who is uh, Bryson DeChambeau? 500 points to Gunner. Mm, I knew I could do it. Yeah. I'm so good at golf Jeopardy. That was I, I totally bumbled that question, but that's yeah, what. Did. I was that, like, even this uh, Ken Jennings guy does better. What but they doing? got they got z- zero of the three contestants got it right. Ugh, idiots. Yeah, I know everything about Shakespeare, but I don't know who won the 2020 U.S. Open. Way to be even though there it. was only three majors this year, so it's one less <laughs> than I normally have to worry about. <laughs> Way to be good at at trivia. So. Yeah, sports <laughs> trivia doesn't count, bro. Yeah, nobody watches sports, huh? Yeah. Come on. All right. Come so on. Next, what, what do you have in the news? Mm. 
Golf.com floated this out. Yeah. The, uh, DJ, I'm going to, I'm going to pronounce it phonetically. Pihowski. I don't know how to say it. DJ Pihowski. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Golf.com floated this out and said, this needs to happen. What needs to happen? You might ask. The President's Cup should be a men's and women's mixed event. Duh. Of course it should be. You already why? have the Ryder Cup. You already have the Solheim Cup. But why don't, why, don't, why don't we get ourselves a mixed event and make that the President's Cup? Well, That's because why. the President's Cup already exists. Yeah, change and it's it. got it's got a long history. Why don't we change uh, the Ryder Cup? Uh, because the Ryder Cup's clearly way better than the President's Cup. No, both it isn't. Name. Yeah, both Tell that name, to every Australian, action. Korean, Taiwanese, Japanese, oh. Indian. Hey, U.S. versus Europe. That's what the Ryder Cup is. I know the okay. Ryder Cup gets like, it gets crazy. And it's mostly because mm-hmm. you hate Ian Poulter. A hundred percent. A thousand hundred percent. That's, I love the Ryder Cup because I hate Ian Poulter mm-hmm. as an American. Okay. And- <laughs> And I don't care about your nationality. I Look, really I just got my permanent residency, so I'm not going to say anything bad about Ian Poulter right now. All right, so listen. <laughs> listen, Ian Poulter sucks. That's all I've got to say. He's I'm really just going to say, like, he's, he's not my favorite. He's, he's, he's great at golf when it comes to beating Americans. He's not good at golf when it comes to just playing regular golf. Playing regular golf. I like yeah. Ian Poulter. Yeah. He's just a regular golfer. Yeah. Ryder Cup Ian Poulter, hate him. He sucks. Terrible yep. person. I have one more for you, and then you can have okay. the floor. Maybe two more. I don't know. One of less value, Southern Hills Country Club will host the 2022 PGA Championship. Okay. Um, Where is that located? Go. Southern Hills. Um, okay. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's obvious. Is it in America? Yes. <laughs> okay, this good. Is, it's in the U.S., um so this was the big one for me uh because we talked about this last week what what do we take away from sponsors sticking with justin thomas and tell me if this was on your list but you know polo ralph loren dropped justin thomas and we floated around so what does that make titleists look like or what does that you know make all those other sponsors look like yeah citibank has come out and publicly spoken on this Oh, wow. I missed this. Citibank has said uh, that they're going to stick with Justin Thomas. Uh, We decided to use this moment to work with Justin to try to create change and help support the LGBTQ plus community. Fair. I'm going to do how how have they done that? They I don't know. They're going to spank him on television. (laughs) God, I hope so. <laughs> okay, you need to write us a check, like in front of everybody. Like what? Like how? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, know how that to. works. I'm just saying. I, I like the sentiment, it. but it comes across as just bad publicity. I don't think so. I think it's fine. I think it's totally. If if you're going to, and it goes back to what you said, if they're going to stick with JT, why? Is it because you you're totally cool with the language you used? Yeah, but you can't you can't say, look, we're going to stick with JT because we think this is a great opportunity for him to learn and support the LBGT community by. 
Uh, they're going to support him and help him raise awareness and uh, and be a part of causes that increase awareness of discrimination. So he's going to probably be the poster child for Citibank of I can change. I changed. You can change too. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying it's a good position for Citibank to come from. All right, that's it. I'm could, I'm confused, but I I understand. But I would like to have seen. I lo- I would like to see some action. Sure, I'm just they're saying they're going to have action. We'll have to wait and see what that action is. Like I get like 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 the thing is, and this is a question for you: mm-hmm. Is him just coming out and saying, "Look, I'm sorry. That's not in my character. I'm never going to do this again." I'm really sorry for saying that in the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Is that is that enough of an apology? Like, is that enough of a not just an apology, but a turnaround for you? No, and I'll tell you why. Because once you use that's not who I am, that's not my character. Yes, it is, or you wouldn't have said it. Yeah, you don't just you don't just. Uh, I only speak English. I am not bilingual, right? Yeah. I'm just going to use this as a super weird example. If one day I started speaking in French, I'm not going to be like, ah, that's not who I am. I'll go back to being myself tomorrow. No, it is who you are. So you don't say racial slurs. You don't say discriminatory slurs if that's not part of who you are. You do yeah. say those kinds of things. Now, whether or not you understand the implication, that's beyond my judgment. Yeah. But you can't sit there and say, oh, I never say anything like that. Well, you did on national television. So God only knows what you say in private. Like this is, this is a, fine. So do you, I've got, I'm going to go with three questions mm-hmm. that I'm going to ask you and, mm-hmm. and see how they relate, relate to Justin Thomas. Uh-huh. Do you believe that Justin Thomas has ever been into a, and for lack of a better term, a gay bar, an LGBTQ, like, specific bar in a community. Like, do you think he's ever been to a gay bar? No. <laughs> I Shout out. Speaking of which, to fill the <laughs> silence, shout out. And now this place is closed. This place is closed long ago, but it was sweet. Everybody in there was super nice. Remington's in Washington, D.C. Totally cool. Yeah, totally no, good. I I worked at the Abbey in West Hollywood. Like I like I oh. met I met Isadora in in a gay bar. There there's uh I can't remember the place. It's like literally next door, but it's like this it's like more posh vibe, but it's the same like setup yeah. like Yeah. Uh, it, I can't remember what it uh like All right, ready? Now that we're done feeling, like, do you believe that Justin Thomas believes in gay marriage? Yes. He like he supports it. Yes. Okay. I do believe that. Just because of his age. Yeah, I I think I it's even, you know, being from Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, I I don't think you can't deny it when you're only in your early 20s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't be like, ah, "I don't support this." I think I think I mean, you can, like, I know plenty of different. people who, I know plenty of people who are, who believe, who, who believe that, you know, marriage is the sanct is, a, is, a, is, is the sanctity of God coming down and blessing your relationship. Like it's a promise of the two of you in front of God. 
So like you can't have that kind of relationship. Culturally, I think there's still a change for people in their early 20s where okay. that wasn't really as effective. And then how many gay friends do you think Justin Thomas has? Few. Few. Like he knows someone who knows a gay person? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Few. Like I just like it just I don't know. It just but like that's it's my guess. It's one of those things where it's it doesn't come across like he's totally ignorant to the fact, but it does come across like he doesn't travel in circles where somebody would have told him that was wrong. Right. And that's but, just so that's, that would have come up. That's just so that weird. Totally come up. Like to me, that's just really weird. But now, now I went against it culturally. Yeah. But culturally, I think that's part of the reason he doesn't. Yeah. You know, you know. All what right. I mean? You ready for the next one? 100%. Wayne Gretzky hits a hole in one. Boom. Congratulations. Again. The, and it was just, his birthday, do you think, like you think he wrote like the great and then just put like one hole in one? The great hole in one. Yeah. I think okay. I would, if I owned the golf course, I would have renamed that hole after him. I would have. It would have just Dustin been Johnson, the great, <laughs> and be like, "Oh, you think you're so good, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> he probably did, though. He probably did. Like there was that picture last year of um of Wayne Gretzky in the Masters caddy jumpsuit in the bib, yeah, yeah, yeah in the over bib or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, <laughs> you know Wayne Gretzky called DJ and said, "Give me the jacket." Yeah, exactly. Give it to me. Drive it to my house. <laughs> I'm I need to wear it. it. I need to wear it right now. I, I shot a hole in one. Meet me in the parking lot. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think that the guys who win the Masters, do you think they get replicas made and then they wear them like at home? They have them at home. No, the replicas? they're not allowed. No, they're not allowed. Your not even to make be reproduced, and it has to go back to after the, a year. After a year, it has to go back to your locker. Now you do get a special champions locker, but you have to share them. Uh, yes, but you, do you do, get yeah. a special champion's locker. Yeah. So you and then you can't leave the grounds with your jacket. That's terrible. Yeah. And what's really weird is because I found this out this past year about Tiger Woods, right? Tiger Woods has five green jackets. Yes. So Tiger Woods only has one green jacket. Yeah. And no, I knew that. Yeah. Inside, they put the dates, they put the years. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't get five green jackets, which I think is cheap on the on Augusta. But no, I, we've said this before. Like, so if you if you win, so if you win the Masters, not only do you get the jacket, but you do get a Masters trophy. Yeah, well, a replica of the trophy. The trophy you don't get the. The trophy that they hand you is an original. Is the original trophy? That's the and one then, that's carved in. Yeah, and, and it's the one of the clubhouse. Get, yeah, and then you get a replica. It's same size. You get. I think you have to buy it though too. Yeah, well, I know. Like, I know with the British Open. Yeah, you have to open, buy your trophy. You have to, yeah. It's ten grand. Yeah, and you have to buy you it. You win so much money. Yeah, so you have to you have to buy it, and it's it's also like ten percent smaller, so it can't be confused with the real one. Right. So the new so the trophy you get just has your name and year on it. Yeah. The tro the original trophy has all the buttons with yeah. or all the strips with all the names in it. So your name goes on it. I have a I have a great question for you. I was thinking about this. I watched the Tiger documentary, right? Yeah, he so Tiger is 15. Um Jack has 18. 18. But he believes that he has 21. Who Jack or Tiger? Jack. Uh is that because of the 
amateur championships? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the thing is, right? If you if you if you're not including the amateur championships, right? Back when they were technically a major, mm-hmm. they were majors. Yeah. Yeah. How is it that you have somebody like so like like Tom Morris? Uh-huh. And Tom Morris Jr. Old Tom no, so Tom Morris Jr. Uh-huh. has four consecutive wins at the Open Championship. Uh-huh. 1868, 1869, 1870, and 1872. A baller. So By every definition. Yes. And then like the other three guys in in that. So three of no, let me put it. The first five guys to have consecutive victories at a major championship all happened before like 1930. Mm-hmm. But Tom Morris, Jamie Anderson, Bob Ferguson are all in, like are all before 1890. Mm-hmm. Like, so how do you count that, but not count the, like, how do you not count Jack Nicholas? Because it wasn't considered a major when Jack won them. I thought they were considered majors. I don't believe so. Are you sure? Yes. I think when he was growing up, yes, they were considered majors, but by the time he won them, they weren't. I I, I don't, which is, which is why you consider like Bobby Jones to be the only person to win the actual grand slam because he won all four current majors. Yeah. One year. But two of them, like, like two of them aren't considered majors now. Yeah. Now. So because there was no USGA. Or right. there was no PGA. There was no PGA. There was no PGA. PGA Championship. There was no USGA Championship either. But there yeah. was the US Open. Yeah. There was the, the US Open, the British Open, the British Amateur, which I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like Bobby Jones like won the US Amateur the US five Amateur. times. Yeah. You know, it's a weird thing, though, is that... Bobby Jones probably never would have qualified for a U.S. for a uh, a U.S. Um, major now if the same setup was now uh, was then that we have now he probably never would have gotten in yeah uh, because he never went pro yeah and there was bound to be somebody that one day who beat him I'm making a leap there. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. just like, because the thing is, is Tiger Woods also won that three times. Yeah, but, but they weren't majors. So but they weren't just, majors. He just won them. So. Jack Nicholas is wrong here, and that's okay. That's fine. No, no, I was just curious, because, like, I'm sort of, I'm looking at the thing, and, like, I think it's, like, like five or six of the top seven guys. Mm-hmm. I can't like I can't find it. that's all I was looking for. I apologize for being, but like five of the top seven guys who have like more than ten majors are all from like pre nineteen hundred, mm-hmm. and they're all they're all British Opens. Like they just crushed British Opens. Yeah, because that was before Bobby Jones came over and. No, no, but I'm saying like it's really it's like they're at that point it was the only major. Right, yeah, it was the biggest and it, tournament. And it yeah. seemed like there's only like the 10 guys who lived in St. Andrews played it. 
<laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll do a bit more research into this next week. Cause it's something that I find fascinating, but I'm like, I'm like, how is old Tom Morris and Tom Morris Jr. Like how do they each have like seven or eight majors? If there's right. only like, so it's, you've got, you've got Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Walter Hagen, which is like the 1920s. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't like, yeah. So the, on the PGA tour, it doesn't include all of the old blokes no. who, who, who Wikipedia counts. <laughs> Wikipedia is wrong. Wikipedia is right all the time. I mean, they're totally right in this regard, but any more news? No. I mean, I've got more news, but it's like, it's related to this week's golf. Uh, Jessica Cord is awesome. Jessica Corda, Daniel Kang, Nelly Corda, one, two, three. That was phenomenal golf uh yeah 100 percent. yeah lpg is so much better (laughs) don't tell anybody we said that we should start should we just start an lpga podcast here's a question yeah are we ever going to see tony finau win again he how many wins he's got what two wins on tour one or two it's i think it's one I think it's just harder and harder to win on tour every week. I mean, he's so many with 11 runner ups. I mean, I guess in the same argument, you can say like Phil Mickelson has six runner ups in one major tournament. Yeah. So he's never going to win it. Yeah. So is Tony Finau ever going to win again? Is he going to put it together or does he just, I think he'll put it together. I think he's going to be on, I think he's going to be on tour forever. You think? Uh, maybe not forever. I think he's got another like five or six years on tour. Oh, last bit of news. Last, last very bit of news. And One we probably should have talked about this more winner. than we talked about major winners. But Here speaking we go. of major winners, see that? Real quick. Real quick. That's the bridge. One, one career win, 42 top 10 finishes. Yeah. One win. Um, It's crazy. Brooks Kepka breaks up with Claude Harmon. I know over. Yeah. Okay. This is what I wanted to say too. Yeah. Claude Harmon, the third. Yes. Right? Butch Harmon's son. Yes. Claude Harmon's grandson. Yeah. All three named Claude Harmon, by yeah. the way, obviously his putting coach. That's not your problem, Brooks. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Your, your your problem is you need like a chipping coach or you need a like a you need an approach shot coach. That's what you need. You don't need a you don't need to break up with your putting. You need a if big swinging golf club coach. Yeah, look, if you're going to break up with a coach, don't break up with the guy who keeps you at the best part of that one aspect of your game. What are yeah. you doing? No idea. Pay the man and stay on track with putting. Hire somebody else. Yeah, I have no idea. So that's it. I Because the thing is, it sounds like he's still staying with Butch. Yeah. Like he's still staying with the Harmon team. <laughs> yeah. They, so it's and weird. They, and they went through to emphasize that it's his friend. So yeah. just to say, this is this, this is, is amicable. Friend. Yeah. No. We're still when that, when those But the thing is, is like, yeah, I mean, they're buds when, like, that $10,000 paycheck every two months is coming in. Mm-hmm. As soon as that paycheck stops. The thing is, like, yeah, he's my friend. He always stops and talks to me when I'm on the driving range. As soon as that paycheck stops, he is going to not talk to you on the driving range. 
Right. It's crazy. He's not going to hang out with you after you win. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, man, well, I wish one of my guys won. He's not going to win because now he's going to get terrible at putting, and it's just going to be embarrassing. He's embarrassing himself already. I so such a dumb move. All right, you ready for the read? I'm totally ready. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey, have you heard? Have you heard anything lately, Gunner? No, I'm having trouble hearing. Is there anybody we could talk to about helping me out? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fantastic. Would you Would you like to sell us some hearing aids, Jr.? Well, I have some other issues right now. Your computer is making funny noises in the background. <laughs> yes, I just turned the volume up a little bit. Okay. So, how is everything in the golf world this week? Well, we're talking about Brooks and Butch 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 Harmon's son breaking up. I wonder if wondering if Butch is like sort of like at is, is Thanksgiving going to be uncomfortable this year? Gotcha. I have I have a couple of questions for you. Okay. If you don't mind. That's great. Who who coaches? At University of Oklahoma Golf. <laughs> a stud, that's who. I that's don't a know. Great I mean... question. Because they have more top twenty-five golfers than any other college in the country. Yes. Uh, Oklahoma University of Oklahoma is awesome, and it's Andy Crabtree. Yes. I'll just say the the three universities you see the most at like the top of the pile are um, Oklahoma, Texas. Texas uh, mm-hmm. University of Texas, um, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia too. Georgia's got two in the top twenty-five. Oklahoma has three. Well, and the one that the one you got to respect the most, which sort of blows me away, is who's that guy from Norway that went to Oklahoma to school? Oh, you're talking about Oklahoma State. That's Alan Bratton, and that's Victor Hovland. You're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. We there's nobody in the top twenty-five from any northern state in this country. It's all California, Georgia, yeah. and the Carolinas. Have you seen? Have you seen the Pepperdine campus? We when we lived in LA, we drove you past the Pepperdine campus. Yeah, it is a block from the beach in Malibu. Yeah, I know. Pepperdine but not only is that, stupid good. <laughs> but, but the bottom line is, it's not even that they go to school there. <laughs> They're all from California. Yeah. Well, then it's, but it's the same with football. It's, you know what I mean? Like there are areas that just produce better golfers because they have that much time and it is California, uh, Texas and, and sort of like Georgia and Florida. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, not a lot of golf courses in Brooklyn. No, 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 no. They've really, they've really wiped them all out. It's surprising. They used to have a great course selection. <laughs> So do you think that the that the PGA is on a meteoric rise or or gonna collapse because it's really not a sport of the people? It's a corporate sport. I don't know. I think oh, they're they're I think they're trying to wash their hands clean of the order for the rich and famous. They're definitely looking to they're definitely looking to, um, you know, go wherever they, they can find golfers. Um, you know, they've, they've really picked up like junior, 
uh, tours. They've really picked up, you know, um, rec leagues, basically, if you will, in that sense. Yeah, a lot of money is funneling down. There's a ton of money so funneling you think, down. You think it's going to be more integrated down the line or no? No. Gotcha. I, I think it's going to be more international, but yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's ever going to be a game of the people. And I think they are always going to go... I think you're going to see a lot more of the stories of of guys who like Bubba Watson, who like never had a coach and did and did everything out himself. Um, but like the thing is, is like Victor Hovland and Matthew Wolf, like these guys were brought up on golf courses. Yeah, exactly right. Like Tony Finau played college and basketball. Um Gary Woodland, who won the USGA. Tony Finau goes Hawaiian or Samoan. Yes, he is Hawaiian. He's the only. Do you know the the only the only black man in the top fifty? Do you know who it is? It's not Harold Varner the third. No, he sucks. <laughs> you know who it is? Who? I'll give you a hint. I'm terrified. He's twenty five percent black. Okay, I'll tell you. It's enough. We're having dead space here. Tiger Woods. He's he's on the top fifty, is he? He's t- he's number forty four this week. Oh wow! Okay, I should have oh, known man. that. How does he get to forty four? The man doesn't play golf. Yeah. So he's number forty four this week. He's twenty five percent black. He's fifty percent Asian, a, an eighth Dutch, and an eighth an eighth Native American. Yeah. What, one thing I think is possible is. And run a ancestry.com <laughs> thing on him. No, no, it, but it's like for since he started playing, he's always like they're always sort of been like, "What race are you?" And he's always said, "Like I'm Indian, black, and Asian." Yeah, and he's got to work exactly. Possibly. No, no, and that's like, and that's sort of, but that's what happened with Tiger Woods in the nine in the late nineties and early two thousands. Tiger Woods was like the great black hope. Yeah, like this yeah. is if you watch the HBO documentary, like this is how his father portrays him in the world of golf. And Tiger yeah. Woods carries the entire sport on his shoulders for yeah. 25 years. Yeah, like Absolutely. still in 2019. So I get what you're saying. The strange fact about Tony Fee now is he's actually a Mormon from Utah. Yeah, um, Tony Fee now's a Mormon. Yeah, he's a Mormon for me. Yeah, he's a Mormon from Utah. Yeah. He played played college yeah. basketball, and then his brother got him into golf. He didn't start playing golf till he was like nineteen or twenty. Well, the only- he's from the Rocky Mountains, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, but it's not it's not really about that. It's just like it's it's there aren't golf courses in urban areas. Yeah. So let me ask you something: Does he always putt like that with his pinky? No, that was Mark Hubbard. We're gonna get into that soon. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So back to hearing aids. So what we have right now is now we, we just hooked up new technology where I can remotely look at my clients and program them from their homes through their smartphones. Oh, it's wow. Amazing. I thought you meant like you could look at them like there's a camera in the hearing aid, like comes yeah, well, out in actually, front of their face. <laughs> in, there's a camera, actually, there's a camera in their phone. They have cameras and phones these days. They do, yeah, um, they do. And then... <laughs> And then, they, should, um, they should they should call it something cool like um, like you can see your I can see your face you can see mine and we're having a good time like uh, like FaceTime or something yeah like the the time that. of your face yeah yeah look at look at your face 
and the time. It's FaceTime. Yeah. Face watchers. We'll call it face watchers. (laughs) (laughs) I want to I want to say something in defense of golf. And this is I think one of the major reasons why you're not going to see golf as a more affordable option sport to include lower income people. And that reason is because golf is so damn hard and it takes a lot of practice. And the more you practice, the more money you spend. And I think that really hinders people trying it for the first time, you know, you might save 40 bucks and go play golf for the first time. And you're like, that was terrible. I'm not good at that. But you also need to know somebody who has clubs. Cause if you want to rent clubs, it's another 40 bucks. It's another 40 bucks. But let me ask you something. Is there anybody that's really made a name for themselves that was just, you know, a, a phenom that walked on at 16 years old and started it and loved it and just, was an incredible athlete, hand-eye coordination with a golf ball. Anybody like that, or is it everybody from the time they're six yeah. years old? Yeah, and you know what's no, 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 you know it's really weird. What's really weird is that they are all basketball players. That's true. Seriously? Yeah. But you, you know, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson's a perfect example. Yeah. He, he taught himself. That's that's true. And I think I. Who was it? Brent Snedeker. Actually, as much as I don't like giving him credit for anything. Brent Brent, Snedeker, yeah. Uh, sorry, Brent Snedeker um, taught Chris Paul how to play golf in college when they were at uh, Wake Forest. And now Chris no. Paul's like a four or five handicap. But is anybody on the tour that was really comes from a poor background and was just such an incredible athlete? Like, you know, like Mahomes. No, the story, the story is, oh, but Mahomes' dad was an MLB, like he was an MLB pitcher. Oh. We're getting so off topic. We're going to we'll talk about this next time. I would say the guys you want to look in, they're usually the Eastern Asian guys. Like yeah, well, VJ saying, and it's about just, it's just about the, the hours and hours and hours yeah. and thousands of golf balls they've hit. Well, Nobody, you, you go all the way back to Seve Ballesteros. Yeah. Seve was the same. Very, very poor. Yeah. Very poor. Uh, they, yeah. His family saved up money to buy him a golf club. Because wow. he was interested, yeah, and he taught That's himself a nice how to play. Story. I was gonna say, I think, and we talked about this um last a little bit last week as well. The same with um Lee Trevino. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. But like, and that doesn't happen anymore. It's not like it's a lot of the times they sort of they and the stories happen is like they come up through the caddy system. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But the caddy system is now even more so of it's a, like a suburban rite of passage to be a part of the caddy system. Gotcha. So it's very cool. It stopped being that. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful read. We're back to the show. Bye. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. Wow, that was a very interesting read. Thank you, uh, Coach Joe, for telling us all about hearing aids and diversity in the golf world. Uh, by the way, if you call 732-888-9000, you can get hearing aids. <laughs> or belltonejerseyshore.com. Use the code word GOLF. <laughs> you also get a free pack of batteries. Yes. Uh, if you get a hearing aid. So yeah. <laughs> I think even if you just go get a test. So like if, if you need some new like watch batteries or calculator batteries, go get your hearing tested. Get a free thing of batteries. Use the code word GOLF. Anything you need button batteries for, good to go. Right. 
Is that so? That's the official end of the read. That's the read. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Well, we've got to talk about the American Express. Uh, yeah, we could skip it. Okay. Well, I just like I was going to talk about this. The uh, Phil Mickelson, he misses the cut. Uh, yes. Did you see his ridiculous lip out? Yes. Oh, 360. Three, it was like 390. It was 390. <laughs> it went. I mean, Sometimes it, have, it like goes in. It wouldn't have prevented him from making the cut, but. Uh, or or uh, No, it wasn't anything cut. to do with it. No. No, 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 no. He missed the cut yes. for sure. Um, But I mean, so yeah. let me tell you about this course. I was watching it and I was like, yeah. I would hate to play this course. This course does not fit my game. It I reminded me so aggravated. Yeah, it reminded me of I've played a few courses like this, and it's again, it's like if you're not in the fairway, you're like you're in, like the fairways in the valley. Yeah, like they thought, okay, like how do we make this course undulate? What we'll do is we'll dig out the fairways so we know exactly what they're going to look like, mm-hmm. and what do we do with the, this excess dirt? Oh, we'll just we'll just make the rough terrible. Yeah, we'll leave it there. We're not yeah. even going to move the dirt. We're going to dig it out, and wherever the dirt falls, there's there's your rough. Which is fine. It, it's forgiving if you're like 10 or 15 feet out, and it's dry yeah. like that, and you bounce in. But it's yeah. not like oh, it's it, – I would have been mad to play that course. This To me, this would have been like a fun course for us to play. But to me, it looked like an amateur course. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I don't like saying that. But it, yeah. it looked like a course where I was like, okay, like if I hit it up the left side, if I go straight, it'll at least trickle back into something. Right. Like, and you know what I mean? Like if, if, I mean, 17 was a, 17 was an island green surrounded by rocks. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it reminded me of, um, oh, oh what is it? Uh, General's Ridge. Yeah, you just see like, like a lot. A lot of people just got lucky, like hitting the rocks. Right. So. Yeah, I was I was not on board with it, but no, uh, Sung J M's your winner. No, Sung no, J. he isn't. He's not. Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim. Not Sung J M. They rhyme. Sung J M was my pick. Sung J M was your pick. He did all right, but he wasn't your pick. Patrick Cantley shoots a sixty-one on Sunday to to Sung be J. the. Was not your pick. You did not pick. He's, oh, no, he's not my pick, but he, he's he's, he's my Doc Redman. In your heart, he yes. was he, Some JM saving it for the players this year. I agree. He got I robbed last year. It. He's saving it for this year. Um, Patrick Cantley, who was my pick, shot a 61 on Sunday. Yes. Goes into the clubhouse with like two hours left. <laughs> I mean, what a ret- What a finish, yeah. Stupid. I had Tony Finau and Pat- Patrick Cantley in the top three on Sunday. I was psyched. And then with yeah. like four holes to go, Siwoo Kim takes the lead. And I'm just like, how? Yeah. How? It was something. So that you was something. To, you want me to break down these picks? Um. Yeah. I mean, they finished on the PGA West. Uh, Matthew. Oh, so when we were talking about the course, Matthew Wolf had a penalty on Thursday. They didn't assess him until Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's again, it was like the ball was like six inches below his feet. Uh huh. And he goes to do his backswing and it just rolls over a half. And during the day, they were like, on Thursday, they were like, oh, that's not a penalty. That was fine. You didn't move it. Right. And, and what the, the new rules say is he should be able to put it back as close as possible and, yeah. and swing. But and then on he Friday, the ball. Yeah, between Thursday and Friday, they assessed the video. 
mm-hmm. and gave him the penalty Friday morning, a one-shot the, penalty. The, the penalty comes from not replacing the ball, not necessarily the ball moved. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was because the ball moved. It shouldn't be because the ball moved. Because if he doesn't cause the ball to move and the ball moves, it's kind of like when... He caused the the ball to move. Well... Like, I watched the video, and he's he's standing there. The ball doesn't move. He presses the grass. Oh, then yes. It's and then play. it's well, he goes into his no. backswing. He goes he goes into his backswing. And I don't know if it's like the grass or if he's that close to the ball and the ball is uneven. Mm-hmm. But when he goes into his funky backswing, he gets to the top. Uh-huh. Does and as stop? he's getting up to the top, the ball and he stops. Okay, and I'm like well, so so there he's not. It should, I mean, this is a real technicality, and they yeah. probably assess that he was swinging. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure that the he does have a weird swing, so maybe this is what happens. He has a weird swing, so they don't know where to assess the swing. Yeah. Because if you sw- – your backswing, if you can stop, it doesn't count as taking a stroke. Yeah. If you're, you're, if you're no, no, he didn't take swing. a stroke. I don't think – he didn't take a stroke, but it was like the ball moved when his knee did that weird thing. Right, which they may have to count that as yeah. part of the stroke. Yeah, I get, so, I get. It's one of those things. Like I know that like your club didn't move the ball, but if your weight on the ground like changes and you're close enough mm-hmm. to the ball that like, and it's in like a weird angle. I see where there's a technicality here because yeah. you know he does have a weird swing. But yeah. in if let, I'm just gonna go back to the U.S. Open at Chambers Bay, Dustin Johnson basically gets robbed of the U.S. Yeah. Open. And it's not the sand; yeah. it's the putting is it's the uh, setting up for a putt, and his yeah. ball moves because yeah. the greens are so fast. Yeah, right. So he gets assessed a penalty for that. Yeah. Now he did he take a stroke? Did he cause the ball to move? No, it was probably they've they've already determined. You know, they determined right away the wind was whipping, hit his club face, hit the ball, moved. Yeah. That's it. That's why there's this rule in place. Yeah. If you don't cause the ball to move, you get to replace it. With Matthew Wolf's weird swing. He didn't replace I don't it. Know. Okay. He didn't replace it. He hit the ball penalty. And then last last bit of news before we go into in before we go into it. Um your boy. Yeah. Max Homa. Uh-huh. Shoots That's a nice guy. Shoots, I do like Max Homa. I wouldn't care if he was or wasn't on tour, like as long as he's still on Twitter. But he, he shoots a 76 <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, he does. He, not very good. He's like in the final group, and he shoots a 76. Yeah. you know Pressure gets about, to him. I, I don't, I hopefully he still gets this. us tickets to the PGA Tour. <laughs> I sent you this. Yeah. Uh, Max Homa. You know Max Homa does all that. Um, what do you call it? Swing ratings. Jibbing right? and jabbing. Jibbing and jabbing. So he's, he rates swings. It's his thing. Right? Yeah. He's famous for that. So a guy sends him a video and says, hey, that's 10 past your drive with my three wood. Uh, yeah. What he do you sma- say he about a, that? He smashes a three wood like 290 or like yeah. 300. Yeah, whatever. He says, that's 10 past your driver. What do you got to say about that? And he goes, way to go bombing your three wood. Uh on the I'll driving range. You, I'll try and get you a discount on tickets. <laughs> That's brutal. Imagine that is brutal. He lit him on fire, buried him. Yeah. Lit the pile of dirt on fire. Yeah. It was so good. Absolutely lovely. All right. 
Let me break down these picks for the American Express. I had Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Reed, and Doc Redman. Scheffler and Reed missed the cut. Doc Redman, this is what I've been saying all year. If you can't count on anybody, you can count on Doc Redman. He makes the cut. He didn't do anything special. He was like still like 40th. Look at my face. He made the cut, and none of my other guys did. Okay. He was he finished 70th, by the way. Uh, my long <laughs> shot, Denny McCarthy to top 20. He got cut. Phil Mickelson bogeys the first hole as a prop bet. He hits a par. Oh, my God. Everybody has let me down. Patrick Cantlay, Matthew Wolf, Tony Finau for Ben. I'll make the cut. Go two, T40, and four, respectively. I don't even want to get into this. Chesson Hadley, top 20 is a long shot. Misses the cut. Ugh. Taylor made player wins is your prop bet. Ben, let me tell you what. You know what's funny about Siwoo Kim? He was a tailor-made player, and he switched to Callaway. You miss on the extra points. That sucks. So much love. Thank you. <laughs> that sucks. That okay, sucks. fine. All right. You want to hear the final points breakdown? Yeah, let's get to the points breakdown. Uh, Gunner, that's me. 142 <laughs> points. Boom shakalaka. Is ben, that a lot? Ben, well, it uh, it's all respect. Uh, respective, I guess. Ben, <laughs> 1,481 <laughs> points. Ben, I was winning by almost a thousand points. You are winning by 20. Yes. <laughs> yes. Way to, go. Way to go. Way to go. I'm up. I'm winning. I've this flag. I, this flag is I what I've won. Picks. I've made All right. So picks. now we're moving on to the farmers the farmers insurance open at tory pines which is usually a usga course they're playing two courses they've got the north course and the south course it will finish on the south course as far as i know yeah which is usually the major course it's the major right they're both 72 strokes uh-huh. tory pines tory pines next year plays the us open i believe yes the south course guess how many yards it's playing over 4,000. Yes. 7,620. I've got 7,765. Oh boy, off by 60. Give me some yes. props. Guess how much the North Course is playing by. Guess how long yeah. the North Course is playing. 7,100. 7,258. Oh, I'm so good at this. That's good. That's good. So there's a 500 <laughs> yard difference between these two courses. This is why playing two courses is stupid. That is an entire, that is an entire law, like very long par four, short par five. Yeah. No, that's like, that's just a regular par five, isn't it? So that's like a four or five stroke advantage. Yeah. To this, to the North course. So if you get better conditions on the North court, it's just, I'll be interested to see what the stats are like. Um, We've got a lot of guys who played last week are playing this week because it's the California swing. Um, a few winners before. Who are you picking? I am picking. Do I get to go first? Yeah, you get to go first. Oh, hell. John Rum. Ooh, he is still, is he still, no, he's still top three in the world, which is fantastic. Um, but I don't, he hasn't, I have, he didn't, I don't know. How did he do last week? Did he win? No. I don't think he played. No. So, oh no, I think he played in, in well, I'm saying, I think he played in, in Abu, in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going with Rory McElroy. 
fine. Yep. Whatever. Rory sucks. I'm playing. Wow. He's so good. He's so good right now. <laughs> he was my second pick. So. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick Xander Schauffelet. Xander Schauffelet. So that's a good pick. This is like his home course. He's from this area, but he does not do well here. No, he doesn't. And I think this is that hometown jitters. Yeah. But I, I think, think Steve, I think his dad, Steve is going to be there. I think he'll, uh, I think he'll overcome him this week. Yeah. So it'll be all right. All right. So I'm going got- Tony Finau. Of course you will. Tony you know Tony's got a... Uh, he's from Utah. Uh, he's from Utah. He's a Mormon, as I've learned today. And he's going to place second or worse. So that's... Okay. That's All right. Who have I'm you got sick. next? Harris English. Yeah, he's, he's on my short list. He's doing really well. Um, I've got a few guys on my list. Mm-hmm. But I'm going for it this time. I'm going. He's been crawling up the list. He's a great player. Did really well last year on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh-huh. I'm going. I was going to go with Jason Day, but I decided no. Against it, right. Against it. I don't think he's recovering from his back injury. I don't think he really knows what's going on. My next thought was Adam Scott. Okay. And I was like, well, he hasn't really done much since his major win like 15 years ago. Right. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was thinking Hideki Matsuyama. Mm-hmm. I was like, but he hasn't, he hasn't. And so, you know, I'm going to go for a bit of a stretch since I have the lead. Right. Because you aren't, you've never picked this person before. It's kind of a long shot, really. I don't think I've ever picked him. I don't think I've ever picked him in a tournament with as many sort of like top, top 20 OWGR guys. And I'm picking Will Zalatoris. Mm-hmm. Normally I take him as like a long shot, but I think he is, he's definitely trending upwards. We are big fans of Will Zalatoris on this podcast. So yeah. if uh Will, if you want to reach out, we'd love yeah. to talk to you. All right. I love it. All right. All right. My long shot is Doc Redman, top ten. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. Um, I am going with Alex Norin, top ten. I hasn't like that pick. Hasn't been doing well, but again. European tour phenom. I mm-hmm. think he, I think he finally makes it sort of, I think he starts making a splash <clears throat> here. I dig it. Are yeah. you ready for a prop bet? Yeah. What's your prop bet? Okay. Listen to this one. Phil beats Ricky. Come I'm going, on. I find that I'm going to go with Phil and Ricky both missed the cut. I like that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to do Phil misses the cut. Phil and Ricky. Phil and Ricky. Phil Missed beats cut. Ricky to missing the cut faster. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I absolutely love it. All yeah. right. Those are our picks for the Farmers Insurance Open. And we've got a special guest. I would love to talk to a special guest. We've got a special guest. Hey, what's going on, RJ? How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. How about you? I'm doing very well. We've just made our picks for the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, just in case you're wondering, we're here with RJ. He is. Oh my God. Is this, this golf numbers guy that shows us how bad we are every, (laughs) every week. Yeah. Oh Lord. So we, we, we decided to talk him into being on the show. Uh, as you know, this week they're playing Tory Pines They're Yeah. They're playing Tory Pines. They're playing two separate courses, which always annoys us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I we I, I think our picks were a bit chalky, but a bit fun as well. I've got Will Zalatoris on my short list. 
Um, and I've got Alex Norin as a long shot. Pretty solid. Yep. Uh, Gunner, Gunner, you've got Harris English. Yep. John Rahm, Sandra Shoffley. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'm going to win. So, so explain to us a little bit about your algorithm. Well, basically, accumulate a bunch of different sources, and I've created an algorithm that kind of produces who I think be the best picks. And as you guys have seen, it's been pretty solid uh, last three or four weeks. And so, yeah, I was say last week you went seventy five percent on the matchups and. I think it was 75%. Yeah, 75% on the the matchups and 80% on the three balls. Yeah, that's kind of what I focus on more. Yeah. uh, Typically just first round, a little bit of second round, but. All right. So who do you, who do you, who do you have? um, You have any solid picks this week for the Farmers Insurance Open? For matchups. Yeah. Patrick Reed over Watson. Over Bubba Watson? Yeah. All right. I already feel like we're going to suck at this already. Um, so, I, I, so think, go- I think I'm going to go. I think Bubba Watson, he does pretty well here, doesn't he? So that's the thing. This is the first week I've done it going back to the two courses. Yeah. These courses are so much different. Yeah. From each other. I mean, about a two-stroke difference south is harder obviously and so this week I actually rather than just looking at the stats I actually broke down how they play on each course and comparing Reed to Watson Reed averages 2.3 under par on the north course in the four rounds he's played Bubba Watson's one over yeah, I was gonna say. So, I mean, Patrick Reed is not a short hitter by any stretch, right? Um, but I mean, overall, overall, I don't know if I'd pick Reed, but yeah, for the first round, they're playing the North Course, and another example is Sung Jay versus uh, Cameron Champ. Okay, Sung Jay's Sung Jay's played the North North Course only gets played once every year, so. Yeah, not that much data on it, but uh, Sanjay went five under and four under, two times he's played. So I think he has an advantage on North Course over Cameron Champ. Yeah, because I don't think Cameron Champ has played this course very often, has he? Uh, played the North Course twice, and Sanjay's played twice. Okay, so it's a decent matchup. It's just who you think is going to do better on this course, right? Yeah. Okay. It, that's that's one of the factors. Um, yeah. And then let's see. I I got Matsuyama over Ortiz. Okay. Carlos, Carlos Ortiz. Yep. They're playing the South Course. He's played back. He's played the South Course eight times, and his average to par is one point eight over. So. Ooh, not that's a good gr- I was going to say it's playing like seventy six fifty. So if you're only playing two over, yeah, right. that's great. Yeah. I was gonna say they also Those have Tyler main, Duncan uh, in their group, who I who I don't think I've ever heard of. I was just saying that's interesting. They're going off I the tenth tee as Rory Brooks and Matthew Wolf are going off the first tee. Yeah, that's a good pairing. I was say, do you have any do you have any good picks grouping. on on the three of those? 
Let's see. I like I like Rory over Kepka and Wolf. Yeah, me too. Um, it's hard not to like Rory and uh, Rom at this course. Yeah, I mean, past few years are just Rom got first, fifth, and got second last year, which should have been a first. I think he started five over through six holes in the final round. So and then Finau as well. I mean, he's gone fourth, sixth, 13th, sixth. So those are my three favorite guys. I actually did a, a prop bet for all of them to be in the, all three of those guys to be in the top five. Oh, wow. Which That bodes well for me. <laughs> yep. Yep. That bodes really, really well for me. Well, RJ, yeah, it's kind of a cool prop bet. Yeah, so. RJ, thank you very much for uh, for being on the show. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. And uh, don't forget to check him Love out. To come back sometime, and you will be. Don't forget to check out golf numbers on Instagram. Yeah, you yep. can see him, uh, for all you listeners, you can see golf numbers uh, wipe the floor with us weekly. Uh, <laughs> I do have a question for you, though, uh, RJ. I, yeah. I saw in your messages that you were in Mountain Standard Time here in the U.S. Uh, shout out, U.S. Um, where? <laughs> well, Ben, I have to shout out the U.S. because you're not here. So in your I, face. Okay. Um, so it's two to one right now. So you lose. Uh, where in Mountain Time are you? Where? What state are you in? I'm in Arizona. So oh, in Arizona. Arizona. There we go. He's in the Scottsdale playing playing golf every day. Year round golf. Yeah. Year round golf with uh, uh, with Michael Wilbon. <laughs> I love it. Hey, yep. yeah, I'm from yep. I'm from Colorado, so I was just curious. I didn't know. Uh, you All know, right. We always get those things. We always had those things on the TV that said, um, uh, you know, uh, coming up at nine, eight Mountain Time or something like that. You know, and, and exactly. So yeah. Says they're from the Mountain Time Zone. I'm like, oh well, maybe I'm maybe I'm close to them. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll actually, yeah. Lose this week. Well, yeah. Some some of my uh, long shots are Charles Powell, uh, Corey Connors. Okay. So. Do you think? Do you think? Brian um, Palmer. I was gonna say, you think Mark Leishman has a chance to defend? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I was like, Gunner's Gunner's shaking his head. I don't even think Mark Leishman makes the cut. Ooh. Boom. That's Hot tough day. when you're a defending champion. One thing I want to talk about is Xander Shoffley. Okay, go oh, for that's it. That's my guy. That's, Tell me. I know, but it's a, it's a tough pick. I mean, he's got to go against been, his own his own history, doesn't he? I mean, he's been hot, but he's number one shredding player in the field for part of my equation. But I mean, he's missed the cut. For the last five years, yeah, I was just saying, Steve, Steve, his dad, he, who he, who throws away all of his trophies, is going to be in the crowd. What a clown! You yeah, see I mean, the trophies and see they're yours. That's what I do. 
I raised you, son. These are my trophies. <laughs> These are my trophies, not your trophies. <laughs> yeah. So no, so so he's you, guys, you he's, like in Xander, Gunner? I picked Xander. I picked Rom, Xander, and Harris English. Uh, right. So I like I like Xander Shoffley. He's been on the rise. He is top strokes gained. Uh, he's he's going to break the curse. They always say six times a charm. That that's a everybody knows that. he's gonna win win. i mean i only pick winners uh doc redmond won 70th place last week i'm telling you i only pick the best players all right i got two throwaways and the best players andrew shuffle is clearly going to win this tournament home field advantage throwaways you've got (laughs) okay (laughs) I'm, I'm, i'm mixed on him yeah. All right. Well, I'm with you. He was not in my. He was not on my list. I know there's a few older guys in the field. Wow. Uh, Jason Day, Adam Scott. I don't think list. they're going to do so hot either. I actually went Rom over Xander and Rory over Xander in tournament matchups. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Xander. I think Xander makes the cup, but I don't think he finishes inside the top twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are hating. But RJ, thank you so much again for being on the show. Don't forget yeah, check out it. check out golf numbers on Instagram, uh, or check out the Swingdom, and we're going to be having a bunch of links sent over to him. We're going to have his we're going to have some of him, his picks up on the show. On that's right. We're going to have some of his picks up on the uh, the feed. Is that what you call it? Yep. A feed? Yeah, we'll throw them on the feed. Yeah. Um, but again, RJ, thank you so much, and and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. All right, so that was RJ with golf numbers. Don't forget to check him out. Um, he had some. He had some really good picks. And he's on my team. <laughs> yeah. And when you said Xander Shoffley, I had I had sort of the same thing with him. Um, I, he he like this is his. It's the, sort of the hometown jitters. Yeah. It would be cool if he did. I like it when he wins. Two years ago, he was winning nonstop, and he sort of fell off the radar for a bit. Um, but now we're going to tr- try something else new. Two new things. Yeah, we're going to jump over to the European Tour. They're playing the, um, the Omega Dubai Classic. Yep, at Emirates Golf Club. Guess where that is? That's in the Emirates. The UAE. Par 72, 7,400 yards. It's also the desert near the equator. So I don't think they're worried about daylight. Um, <laughs> um, have you looked at the, have you looked at this at all? Um, I've got a few picks. I've got, I've got a few guys that like, I've, that are sort of catching my eye. Uh, really cool. Colin Marikawa is going to be there. So he, I'm going to put him just on my short list. I don't know that I'm going to make European picks. I think I'm just going to sort of say like, I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see Colin Marikawa and I'd like to see Andrew Johnston's back on tour. So I'd like to see him do well. Isn't that everybody you don't like? 
You we spend like 10 minutes talking about how much you don't like Ian Poulter. Okay. This is regular golf. All right. Well, we've got a special guest, so there is the thing. There you go, Mug Dad. There's your music. I love it. It's the first time I've and it sounds even better than on the podcast. Yes, you are our official European tour correspondent, and we picked you on the criteria based solely on your accent. I was going to say, is, it, is this a, a, a geographical decision? Well, to be fair, no, because uh, you, you've technically left Europe. So, yes and no. <laughs> no, we, we, we have, we're still part of Europe. We're just not part of the European Union. We'll talk about what happens to the Ryder Cup later this year. <laughs> Sorry, no English players on the European Ryder Cup team. <laughs> hey, that will be absolutely fine because we're all rubbish anyway. Yeah. So, especially Ian Poulter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No comment. So we were talking about the Omega, the Omega uh, Dubai Championship. The Omega Dubai Desert Classic. Should we yes. that again? I'm so good with names. The Omega Dubai Desert <laughs> Classic. I wonder. Oh, yes. Is it just one giant bunker? You can't call it a Desert Classic and then have a bunch of green grass. It's just not fair. No, I mean, uh, like. Most courses over here have to get there, import the sand, whereas they, they have to import the grass. It's uh, true. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> welcome to welcome to it. Yeah. So you do. Well, it's quite an interesting um, lineup this week. Actually, there's a lot of real big names on the list. Yeah. Um, it, it, for a European event, it, it's really impressive. Normally, we get all the the sort of how do I put this without insulting every single professional golfer in the country? Um, we 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 usually get like the the the, the second class golfers, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like we don't get the big name. No, um, and we talk about this all the time. Like it's got to do with the purse sizes, and I imagine it's got to do a lot with the travel. Well, I've looked, right? And yeah. every purse for the next, like, five events is only 3 million euros. Yeah. It's, like, standard purse size, which is what you get on one of your, your favourite um, <laughs> PGA Tour events that you never watch because you don't like them because no one important plays, and they're still playing for, like, a £6 million purse. Yeah, it's, it's like a, yeah, there's, yeah, $6 million purse, yeah. So it's, that's what I'm saying. It's that... Um, I think there's a few Americans who have sort of, they played last week in the season opener who have decided to stay on. I can't believe Rory McIlroy flew from Dubai to California to play golf this week. His hours are going to be so weird, but I guess maybe it's just coming home from him. But even like you still get jet lag from Florida to California. Yeah, it, I don't understand it. I'd rather play golf in Dubai than play golf in America. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure American golf is absolutely lovely. Um, Gunnar, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings right now, but Dubai is like the richest country in the world. Like, are they giving you Lamborghinis as golf buggies? 
Yeah, like you imagine, you turn up and they give you a twenty-four karat gold Pro V1. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it, it's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, but there, makes to be fair, happen, there but... is there is no there is no um, drink cart girl. I've, I've got to be very careful <laughs> what I say. <laughs> It's okay. We've we've got to edit out some of Coach Joe anyway. Oh, oh, is he? Is Coach Joe from again? Is he? Yeah, Coach Joe was trying to sell hearing aids and ask about racial injustice in the American golf system. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. So they're playing in Dubai. I would love to play in Dubai. I want to see them do an under the lights tournament soon. Yeah, the night golf does look amazing. Like in Turkey or wherever it is, that looks amazing. Um, but yeah, special European correspondent Mug Dad. Who, so, who do you have? I, everything's sort of steering me towards Colin Marikawa, obviously. Because he's American? Um, he's, no, he's also one of the best golfers in the world. And it's very hard to avoid it when... Yeah. He's outright favorite. Um, however, I was surprised he was outright favorite. Yeah, he's he's definitely like because you, you still have Terrell Hatton and you still have Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, I mean, there's there's massive names playing. You've got Benson's playing. Um, Ernie Owls is playing. Yeah, like the the the, the list is huge. To be honest, yeah. Um, right, so I have three picks, and then I have a long shot. Okay. So my picks are Paul Casey. <laughs> okay. I I think he's uh, he's definitely got to be up there. He is up there, and he's, um, he's been up there on the PGA Tour for a while. Um, yeah, it, it's a safe shout, if anything. I, just, I think it's one of those things, like, you, the courses between the PGA and the European tour are so different. Like the PGA tour gets courses that are always very similar. Like there's three types of grasses in the greens. Like they know what the weather's going to be. Um, I, I always, I don't think, I think you have to be trained for the European tour to do well on the European tour. And I'm not sure that Paul Casey, who's like spends most of his time in Florida now is that guy, but I respect you and Gunner's pick. I respect it. He, he's, he, he'll be there, mate. Don't worry. I think right. top five, easy. Um, and then I'm going to go for Sergio Garcia. As your long shot? No. Hey, enough of that. <laughs> no, my long shot's even better, mate. All right? Okay, so he's won the chicken championship. Well, there's no better championship to win, mate. Everyone loves chicken. Uh, no, but to be fair, he has won in the last six months. He'll I, be fine. I just don't know which way he's trending. And yeah, he's a big enough name there. He'll have fun. And then I think my last pick will be Justin Rose. Okay. I mean, that's I'm just like, that's, it, a, that's a solid safe pick. He's moved back to TaylorMade. Like you've you have definitely gone with the PGA tour guys over the European tour guys. Yeah, because like I'm looking reason. at like I'm looking at like Matt Fitz Matt Fitzpatrick. I've got Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, who sort of drift between both of them. 
Tommy Fleetwood was definitely up there, but um, he, yeah. he's it, it was tough. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick has always been my pick, so I thought I'd better change it in case people start moaning. Nope, nobody's going to moan. You just pick the best players when you think they're going to be the best. Doc Redman. I do. <laughs> 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 Yeah, exactly. Who's he then? <laughs> <laughs> so, my long shot yes. is an interesting one. Um, it's for Andrew Beef Johnston. Yes. To finish in the top twenty-five. Yeah, I have him. I have him making the cut. He's had a rough year. He's had a really, really rough year. Yeah, he he suffers mental health issues and stuff. Yeah. And I know the last well, the last couple of years have been quite tough for him. I was very surprised to see him on the list. I was, if as I'm well. honest. Yeah, no, I was as well. He and the thing is, he's like one of these guys. He's a bit like Max Homa, where he's he's known for his social media stuff more than he's known for his golf. Which I think, yeah, he's I more of a personality now. Yeah, which I think must be really, really hard. Like, to sort of go places and be, like, I'm sure on everyday life in England, like, everyday life, in, if, at, at the British Open, if Beef was playing at the British Open and Colin Morikawa was there, like, everyday people would be like, oh, that's Beef Johnson. I have no idea who that guy is. I walked into the, to our golf course um, a few months ago, and some woman turned around to me and she went, you're that golfer. <laughs> You said no, I went, no, I just one? I just smell like beef. <laughs> and she went, she went, beef. I said, honestly, if you ever saw me hold a club, you wouldn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I'm very excited to see him. Um there's a I I think this I think you see so many sort of PGA guys over because I know they have to play so many events in order to qualify for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and it, I think this is one of those, like, um, Dubai have had their golf courses open for basically the whole of the last year. Yeah. They didn't really stop the lockdown. They've been really popular with, um, like, influencers and YouTubers. Like, they just fly to Dubai and play golf. Yeah. So you've got all the guys from England that haven't been able to play golf. Well, why not go to Dubai? Yeah. Like, why why not travel over there where you can get your practice in and you're not just sat in your room hitting a simulator all the time? Like, you can get out and play. Yeah, I know it's the same in Turkey. Yeah. And to like, be they, fair, they, in America keep... as well, like, all the courses are open in America. Like, it's insane that it's, like, we've got another four weeks of not having courses here. Um, well, well, don't, don't, just... We just won't, we won't get into it. Mug Dad, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show and being our European tour correspondent. Anytime, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. Thank you very much for being on. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 That was Mug Dad. Mug Dad being our European tour correspondent. No, I felt like like the thing is, we've got like a pretty like we've got a pretty big family of people who like the show and are getting involved in the show, and like. I want to get I if, if this is going to be our show which it is and 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 we're not getting thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners if we're not even getting people to email us and tell us what they don't what they do and don't like we're just going to change it up when we want to yeah so we're not even going to talk about what we did in golf this week cuz we didn't do anything that's it for the swingdom yeah thank thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today
Yeah. Yeah. I've got to get the Twitch going again. I keep saying that, but I just, I just never do. I'm just too busy. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for, for doing the do. And uh, as usual, swing them out. You've been listening to The Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. 28 clubs, zero parts given. That was new. Did you? I did. <laughs>